1: Another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolak, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, knowing one's own Van Helsink. And with me, all the way from East Bridgewater, is the blonde bombshell herself, Miss Ann Carrigan. Well, good evening. How you hey. doing? Good, except I got a haircut and now my headset doesn't fit well. <laughs> Oh okay. <laughs> you can't tidy uh, it up. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. I, you yeah. know, I my hair was so long, it was uh, whatever. Anyway, you so could be. and then I get it cut, and it, it always is cut real short. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a thing I do. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't
2: know. I just I didn't know you had that much hair.
1: Ah, that was so funny. And <laughs> let me uh, <laughs> let me play that back again. <laughs>
2: hey. You uh, laugh about it all night.
1: I will, I will. I will. <laughs> so you'll listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Toginet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. And I guess uh, the chat room's back again? I see it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's been... Why was it uh, gone? Well, yeah, for the last uh, few weeks we've had some problems with it because, you know, would changed servers and mm-hmm. uh, it was slow and uh, dastardly and... Uh, but now it seems to be running up. Okay, so there you go.
2: It's still just a little logy, but um, it's there.
1: <laughs> a little sluggy, huh? Maybe it's a getting old, low-key. like me. Yeah. So,
2: anyways, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Could be. Could So, be. anyways, you can uh, always join us in the Tojinet or the Parorex chat room. Can't forget our friends at Parorex. So that's right. That's right. Hey. Pararex. So you are. You are moved into your new office, which is really cool.
2: Yes, I'm very happy in my new office. We're still uh, ironing out, you know, the wrinkles. Like, it's a huge, enormous, new, newly constructed high school mm-hmm. that we're in. So, uh, y- you know, like any construction project, you're going to have to iron out the wrinkles as you go. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. Uh, I'm loving it. I have my office. I have my door. Uh, it's nice. <laughs> There you go. And we have fabulous, you know, it's just a fabulous new facility. Mm -hmm. We are like a real TV station now. It's
1: pretty cool. So we'll be seeing some new uh, ghost, I mean, uh, cemetery tripping, hopefully?
2: Absolutely, yep. I got that stuff all unpacked, and I'm ready to go. I just got to
1: write them. Excellent, excellent. (laughs) So I'm all excited. And, of course, you know, it's... uh, Almost a new month, which means it's about a month away till the Brits come over again. So oh, yeah. I'm always excited about that. I always have such a good time with them. Uh, uh, my co-host from the international show, um, Steve Austin, is coming over, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Cal Cooper, who, of course, the parapsychologist, mm-hmm. uh, who's written telephone calls for the from the dead, and also a collaborator in a new book, too, I understand, from some Americans, so uh, that should be interesting, but do you know, the, the Wall Street Journal actually uh, went all the way over to England to interview Steve Parsons, and oh, hey. the quote, which is simply amazing, and this is the Wall Street Journal, it's not, you know, some fringe newspaper, mm-hmm. and called him the gold standard in ghost hunting. Wow. So, I, I find that you know, quite interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: uh, yeah. who better to have as a, uh, you know, as a guest?
1: Be, yep. So he'll be so here for go. a bunch bunch of events, and including uh, Spirit Quest, which is I'm really excited about. You're coming back, I believe, too, right?
2: I will be there on Saturday, Saturday Woo-hoo! afternoon.
1: Got to there work go. in the morning,
2: but I will That'll be there be... in the afternoon, and there I'll have my henna. Pretty boy henna tattoos and Oh that,
1: that's really cool stuff Anybody who has never had, had henna before It's uh, it's kind of neat Last mm-hmm. year uh, Ann did me and it came out really cool He did a little skull thing And it was <laughs> awesome
2: <laughs> Oh wait do you see what I have planned for you for this year
1: Oh I can hardly wait, hardly wait. <laughs> So anyways We have a young lady on the line Now who's uh, Her name is Katrina which Rose. I love the name Katrina by the way
0: mm-hmm. And
1: uh, she she has written a new book, uh, which I believe you had a chance to peruse.
2: Yes, I. Um, it's available for Kindle, so I was able to get it on my computer last night and uh, oh. review
1: it. So. Excellent. Nice little, little read. So let's further ado, let's bring on, I guess, Katrina Rose. Hi, good, Katrina. good, good. I absolutely love your name. It's 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 so uh, it just flows off the tongue, Katrina Rowe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, watch you. out!
2: <laughs> watch out, Katrina. <laughs> oh.
1: Unless of course she's a hurricane like that uh, Oh. on the blue But anyways, Katrina, uh, what possessed you to write this book? And uh, you want to tell us a little bit how it came about?
3: Um, well, I actually sat on the information for ten, maybe about 10 years before I decided to write about it, but, um, I guess, I guess I really wrote about it because it, I, it happened to me.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. And,
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm hiding behind Abigail, but, um, you know, sometimes when I'm on the radio waves, I, I let that out of the bag, but, um, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I still think about it and it's been even longer than, you know, 10 years and. Just something that I really couldn't get off my mind, so I started. actually,
1: actually, we should actually we bring up the the title of the book uh, and where it can be found before we get too far along.
3: Yeah, it's connects and it can be found on Amazon, either in paperback or Kindle.
1: Awesome.
2: Okay. Awesome. We have that Uh, link. um, We actually have a link to Katrina Rose's website on um, on our Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page. So. You can find her there too.
1: Right. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you, would you like to tell us a little bit about the book? I mean, you said this is is this actually based on a true story.
3: Um. Yeah. I mean, it is fiction. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. um, based on a true story, but you know, names and places and dates and have been changed, and there there may be a little bit of uh, a little bone or two in there, but for the most part. Um, it's really based on you know true events and things that actually happened. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you know what happened is I moved into a house, a country house, and um, didn't think much about it really. And just beautiful setting. I mean, you know, a nice hill. It was buried into a, the house is kind of semi buried into a hill, which is really strange, but um, it makes it look small. But it's really a lot larger than it looks. And mm-hmm. I don't know. The setting was just so beautiful, with uh, the big hill that it sat into, and then it rolled down to a stream, and then there's woods off to the side, and there's woods up to the hill, and then there's you know horse pasture. But um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: anyway, you know about it was May. I, I moved in. I moved in in September, but come May, when you know some when death number one happened, but it mm-hmm. was actually you know, this was 2002 for me and, um, the gal died and it was 1983, but I started to dream about her a few months before or a few weeks, excuse me, before, you know, she actually had died, you know, back in 1983 and that's kind of how it starts and, um, it just kind of unfolds as really as things started twisting and turning and, you know, it wasn't all about her and that was the weird thing, um. I mean, it was like one thing led to another, to another spirit, and you know, before I knew it, there were ten. Mm, wow. And, yeah, <laughs> I know, and we even have some historical layers. Um, you know, we've got some Native American, and we've got um, a soldier from the American Revolutionary War. Wow. Which I, yeah. Um, so I mean, there was so there was actually. You know, layers of a few a few souls in the '80s, and then there was you know some from the historical that just started kind of like showing up, <laughs> it, and, and uh, you know some of it was kind of scary, and um, but for the most part, it really wasn't too bad, even though there were moments. Um, and I guess I say that because I mean, you know, they were they were people. They're not. They were none of them were demons. Um, nobody had to be exorcised or anything like that. But um, but uh, you know, there there were some wacky times and a few scary moments, and basically, you know, between that and some paper trails, you know, looking at the sheriff's report, <coughs> and, um, talking with neighbors, you just kind of pieced it all together.
1: <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing. So, so I mean, it's it's a big leap to to write a book. I mean, you have these experiences, and a lot of people do. A lot of People do live in haunted houses or live with uh, ghosts or spirits and even demons. And uh, what made you uh, decide to put it down into a book?
3: I just, you know, I I know they have been wronged, and I just felt like their their story just needed to be told. I guess their story turned into be my story as well. But um, I, I just really felt like it was the best voice I could give these two women. Um, that were really from the 80s. That were crying out to me. I mean, not that the other ones from the historical times weren't important, but um, because they were. But uh, they like the, you know, the ladies from the 80s <laughs> that yeah. got my attention. <laughs> that'd be would be a
1: good na- name for a group, right? Here. There you yeah.
2: go. The ladies from the 80s. Perfect. Yeah, cover band, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I watched whose line is it anyway or whatever yesterday, and. They had to do some, you know, funny, I don't know how they are so talented on the musical they can come up with.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, and
3: right. And so that's what it, was, I, it made me think of that. Ladies from the 80s. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I really just couldn't get them off my mind. You know, I still don't get them off my mind. <laughs> but, um, I mean, they're not here anymore. <laughs> Excuse me. Sure. But, um, you know, I still think about them, which is probably kind of weird. But, you know, I think about maybe writing a sequel. So I'm always kind of stalking some of the people online to see if anything new has developed. Because, mm-hmm. you know, with being on the Internet, it's, it's weird. You know, I've done a couple updates to the book because, you know, I found out new new things and, um, you know, that have kind of happened. And it's probably it's not that it, ha- that it was new. It just it got on the Internet and I was able to find it. <laughs>
2: wow. So now you've had, have you always had um, a psychic gift like this?
3: Um, probably so, because, you know, if you read too far into the book, um, my very first playmate, my, my family thought was a, um, my imaginary friend, but I, it turns out I really believe he was a spirit because I named him Herney Herney. And then well, I think I, yeah, I know another silly name, but you know, I was three. <laughs> but, um, the thing is, is when I went back to visit my grandfather many years later, I mean, you know, I was, I was an adult, I was living in this house, um, you know, all that. I wanted to see who hernie hernie was. I, I knew he was a man. And um, the guy across the street had died. And his name was Harry Henry. I'm almost positive that was uh, him. Wow. I mean, really I'm almost. I am positive it's him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he was my first playmate. Um, and I was three. Um, you know, most that made me psychic at the time. But, you know, I obviously communicate to ghosts and spirits and I remember it. And um, we used to play together on the, the front porch. We'd play grocery store or something like that. But, um, you know, I, I got premonitions, I guess, a little bit here and there in elementary. And, you know, I think I would mention stuff occasionally and it would kind of shock my parents. But, you know, they'd kind of discount it and then I'd kind of forget about it. But I think really, you know, when I got into my teens, I I would sometimes know things that I didn't know why I knew them, you know. And, and of course, as I got older and better at just recognizing you know the information and you know i'm always still learning you know
2: but of course the senses are better (laughs) (laughs) now does it always do things always come to you in a dream is that kind of how you know you not always no
3: no not always but um a good a fair amount yes and if it's really serious Uh, you know I'm not dreaming it just wakes me up out of a deep sleep and I'll get like the like a phrase like um, like I had the phrase um, penitentiary this man's name five years and I knew who it belonged to and you know I called her um, I didn't really want to tell her the information but it woke me up out of a sleep so I mean I knew it was serious and I'm like I really don't understand this you know and you know she was kind of upset and for two years, I think she kind of was a wackadoodle, but um, <laughs> two years later, you know, he got arrested, and, or actually trial. It took another two years, but, um, but yeah, he's in penitentiary. So,
2: Oh, wow.
3: Um, and he's still there. So, I mean, when it wakes me up, I of a sleep like that. Um, I know it's really serious. I guess maybe I wasn't paying attention during the day. I don't really know. I mean, I
1: <laughs> you know,
3: but, but, but a lot of times it's a dream. But I can be awake. I can be awake, and, um, you know, I've seen a spirits. I've seen the general that way. I was awake. Um, I, you know, you get these little premonitions that, like, plop into your head.
0: Um,
3: mm-hmm. I remember I got probably the worst one that I ever wanted to hear when, um, you know, a really good friend of mine said he would die. He would die, or he's going to die, and he died in, like, two weeks um, oh, later. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it was, and I don't know if I, you know... I didn't, I still can remember to this day, I know exactly where I was. I drove right in front of a, you know, I mean, I was driving on a certain street in Missouri and uh, right in front of the Sheraton Hotel, which I don't even know if they have it anymore. I mean, I remember precisely. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, But I, I discounted it because I thought to myself, oh, that's a horrible thought to think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then I kind of, I, then I forgot about it. And You know, I don't know if there was anything I could have done, really. I mean, he died in a car wreck. Mm -hmm. One of those things. Right. um, No?
2: No, probably couldn't have.
3: Probably not. Probably not, (laughs) unless I knew the exact time and day to alter the situation, but I I don't think that that would have ever happened. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because it didn't, or it was obviously meant to happen,
1: so. I mean, you don't think that we are actually... Uh, supposed to learn the time and the day of things that, you know, something horrible like that happens?
3: No, I don't think we're supposed to know everything. I mean, we're, we're not God. I don't think we can know everything. I mean, you know, somebody can be extremely intuitive, and they may get it wrong. I mean, everybody's human, or they may have a blockage, or they may just, you know, not get any information whatsoever. I mean, I've had that happen occasionally, and sometimes it's, you know, I, I do turn things off sometimes, mm-hmm. um, well, often, actually, but, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I don't think you're meant to know everything, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, sometimes, no. I
3: do, sometimes I do get kind of dates, but then I don't know what is, you know, that side of it, so it's like it's a mystery hunt, okay, what the heck does this date mean? So I'm gonna search <laughs> for, you know, I mean, it, but... Yeah, it would have been horrible. It would have been horrible if I would have got the date knowing mm-hmm. that and
2: couldn't really mm. stop it.
1: Yeah oh
2: yeah, that would be awful. Mm-hmm.
1: right So anyways, I know we have a, uh, a break coming up so uh, Katrina before we uh, have um, before we come to break, would you like to give out your website for us?
3: Yeah it's www.katrinarose21.com.
1: Okay. okay. Say that a little
3: slowly. <laughs> oh, www.catrinerose21.com. There you go. Okay.
1: So now we're going to take a little break, and we're going to listen to, and we'll be right back, uh, we'll be listening to uh, Beyond Desire, of course, from my good friend, uh, Vala Ventura. So we'll be right back after Beyond Desire.
0: Silver Queen Hotel. In Virginia City, Nevada, there is a hotel that has stood the test of time. First built in 1876, the Silver Queen Hotel still does not have phones, televisions, or alarm clocks in any of its 29 rooms. Popular among history buffs and those who come to Virginia City to vacation and gamble, the Silver Queen has been host to countless wedding parties, anniversaries, and romance seekers. It also plays host to a few ghost hunters for it is known for a high level of paranormal activity. While some people come specifically seeking ghosts, other unsuspecting guests have been shocked to witness haunting activities. One couple heard the sound of a banjo being tuned in the room next door, only to find the room empty when they went to investigate. The couple also heard an argument going on outside their door. When they flung open the door, they saw no one, but they still heard two voices arguing. The couple became convinced that the hotel was haunted. They were later awakened by a loud pounding at their door, but when they answered, they found only the empty hall. Other guests have reported hearing creaks, footsteps, and doors opening and closing. A terrifying tale from Varla Ventura's Book of the Bazaar.
1: Great you're, music. <laughs> yes. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anna Ron right here on Tojanet, Parrax, Ghost Channel, and beyond. And our special guest, Katrina Rose, another pretty name. So there you go. So, I mean, that would that place would be nothing for you, Katrina, right? I mean, you're so used to all that stuff. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> sign me up.
1: <laughs> no, um, you mentioned something earlier, which I I found uh, interesting, and in, and in that you're able to turn it, turn it off. Is is that what you said, or turn it out? Yeah, I can't,
3: Yeah, I mean, there's sometimes I just don't want to be bothered, um, and I I do tell the spirits to leave me alone. And I guess I just don't get any premonitions or dreams at times. And I think everybody needs a break, mm-hmm. but. Um, you know? But, you know, it's, it's still there. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like riding a bike right? and you know, don't you don't ride it all day long,
2: but you can ride it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good analogy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Do you do yeah. readings as well? Do you do readings and, and so forth?
3: I do. I do. A, I do a more um, like in person, but I'm starting to do them kind of online and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've had a few and they've, they've gone pretty well. Um, you know, I've, I've enjoyed it, you know, in person, and I decided I'd branch out, but, um, yeah, I do, and, um, you know, which brings me to the 21 a little bit, because that's, you know, I do a little bit of numerology, but um, I guess I dabble in it, I'm I'm not, Uh I don't, I don't know a lot about it, but um, what I do know, though, is, and and I kind of write this into, as a thread and connects, that 21, um, a lot of the spirits could have come to me, which I was writing out their birth dates and their death dates,
1: mm-hmm. and then
3: I noticed that um, a lot of them were born on the day 21, just like me. I thought that was like, like, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just thought that was weird. But they weren't, you know, none of them were born in March. You know, we've got a May, we've got a June, and even one of the ladies from the um, book Connects, I mean, her birthday is actually June 21st. Uh-huh. And, um... I don't know, it was just very, it was, it was just kind of crazy, because there's more than one. I mean, there's, there's a few. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so, you know what, while you were talking, I actually went and looked up 21, and it says, your op- optimism is definitely warranted. The angels are working behind the scenes on your behalf, right this very minute. You can help support the angels' work by saying positive affirmations and believe in that your dream is already manifesting. So there you go. And that's from uh, Angel Numbers by Doreen Virtue.
3: Yeah. And what do I you want?
1: Mean? It, yeah. So, I mean, Can you hear my chicken? <laughs> I wonder what that noise was. <laughs> is that a ghost chicken or a real chicken? Is that a ghost because... chicken or a real chicken?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Oh, I've got ten of them.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Ten, ten ghosts, ten chickens. Hmm. Yeah.
2: You,
1: hmm. <laughs> you, huh? you know, it's funny. In, in my book, uh, Ghost of the Day, I, I actually wrote, uh, we wrote about a ghost chicken.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you did not.
1: We did, we did <laughs> oh too. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> we
1: did, too. And I will bring it on next week. I will All look right. it up and tell you the story about the ghost chicken. Oh. Yeah.
2: That, that would be cool. cool. People will be dying to hear about your ghost chicken.
1: It's funny, though, because it's really not that uncommon. Um, I know a case that I actually worked on where uh, a gentleman was uh, being woken up at night, and he would hear turkeys all the time. (laughs) And he would look out his window, and there'd be no turkeys around. And then uh, one night in the wintertime, it was snowing out, and he woke up again by the turkeys, and... Looked out, and sure enough, uh, there was nothing there. The next morning, we went out, and it was all turkey tracks. So we did some uh, research. As it finds out, uh, the property was once part of a <laughs> turkey farm. Mm-hmm. So with the the ghost of dead turkeys. Uh, okay. Wow. Remember that? Remember that next Thanksgiving. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's pretty much the craziest
1: ghost had, story I've ever heard. Tur- <laughs> what was that, Kat- uh, Katrina? Katrina, I'm here. Oh, okay. You said something I just didn't get to hear. And I'm sorry.
3: Oh, that's all right. I said I had turkey for dinner.
1: Oh, is <laughs> <'cause> your chicken? <laughs> <going>. Boom. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, uh, I, I guess the the question is, what, what are your plans uh, for the future now that this book has come out and it's available on Kindle and Amazon and. Uh, You are doing readings now as well uh, on a personal level. uh, Where where do you see yourself uh, in the future?
2: Um, I
3: see myself continuing to do readings and probably writing, if not a sequel, another book. I'm I'm kind of going back and forth. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure which one's going to take over first, I guess I should say. I'll probably write them both, but I'm not sure exactly which one will win out first. Mm-hmm. So I see myself mm-hmm. doing that. And, um, you know, I'm going to be a grandmother, so that's going to be kind of cool, I suppose. Uh-huh.
2: Congratulations.
3: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully happy. <laughs> okay. So hopefully we have, sh- hopefully helping other people. Mm-hmm.
1: Very good. So once again, uh, we have to take a break because it's halftime. We want to thank you for being on the show. We're going to let you go. Um, and anything else you want to add before we, we say goodbye?
3: Um, no. Thank you for having me
1: on. Okay, uh, and that's Katrina Rose. Uh, Katrina, well, we have it on our website. <laughs> 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 thank you, Katrina. You listen to Ghost Chronicles, Next thank Generation, In and Ron, right, thank just thank you. Bye bye. For a break. Yep. Yeah. Bye bye now.
0: Welcome to Talking Net Radio with a cutting edge. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place and oasis in this hectic world.
2: And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann. And our guest is gone, but...
1: Yes, that was Katrina Rose, and she wrote the book. <laughs> wrote the book, uh, and we didn't really let her off uh, properly. Uh, she wrote the book "Connected," as Connect. I believe it's called. The
2: name of the book is
1: "Connects." Connects. I'm sorry, and that's available on Kindle on uh, Amazon, correct? Yes. Yes, I and envisioned. you can.
2: What I found out also is that um, she was uh, very nice and sent me a. She kind of sent me that as a like a gift. Um, certificate mm-hmm. for the the book that I could redeem on Amazon,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I was able to uh, just load it to my computer because I don't have oh, a okay. Kindle, right? Uh, um, so, but I was uh, fully able to easily read it on my computer. So, okay. just so if people are interested in it, they can do it that way.
1: There you go. So you don't need a kennel, You can also read it on your computer as well. Right. So and, and as you mentioned, as uh, Katrina mentioned, the twenty-one was an important number. Do you have a number for me, and I can look up for you?
2: Oh my goodness! The one
1: to nine
2: hundred ninety-nine. Oh well, last time I only picked a number that was two digits, so we'll have to go for the higher numbers. Um, Good girl. Six thirty-six.
1: Six thirty-six. Wow, that is much higher. Well, I complained last time, so... Yeah. I know. I love these little things that you check into, and uh, <laughs> I don't know why. They just intrigue me that uh, you can do that. Uh, okay. six, 636 It's actually a short one, which is good. Uh, <laughs> allow the sending masters, masters to relieve you of your stress. Ooh, that's a Oops. good one. Through okay. prayer and meditation. Ah. Uh, Okay. So you need you need some downtime. Basically, that's what oh. I'm saying. All right. And I, I and I agree with you on that.
2: I would be happy to take advantage of that. <laughs>
1: now, wait a Isn't this the girl who just came back from Florida?
2: I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the Cape, we're on the at the the Cape over the weekend,
1: so. Oh really? Oh excuse yeah. me, and I'm yeah. feeling okay. sorry for you, but uh, I don't think that's happening anymore.
2: <laughs> so maybe that's six
1: thirty-six is
2: uh, after the fact. You're right.
1: So, anyways, if anybody does uh, would like us to check out your uh, number, uh, this is from uh, Angel Numbers at uh, Doreen Birch. You, you can uh, certainly um, text, tech. No, not Texas. What do you call it? Uh, you can leave us the number in the TojeNet chat room or the Parax chat room, or our Facebook page. Which is what
2: we are on Facebook. It's Next Generation. Sorry ghost <laughs> chronicles dash next generation
1: okay so there you go so anyways um another thing i i, I wanted to talk about and uh, i mentioned it early in the show is that we are coming very close to spirit quest and the trip from the brits which is going to be uh really exciting and uh we mentioned henner and this is something that you do right so some people might not know what Hen- henna is? Would you like to explain that for us a little bit?
2: Henna is basically, it's a paste and it's made from, it's an all-natural um, it's, a, it's a dye, basically um, made from the crushed leaves of the henna plant and when you apply it in uh, you know, a design, it leaves a stain on your skin mm-hmm. um, which usually lasts, it eh, depends almost two weeks and uh, the Indian ladies get it uh, a lot, especially for a marriage ceremony. They'll do henna on their hands and feet. And a lot of the guests will also get henna. And uh, the, the legend behind the Indian bride getting henna is that it eases her into married life because.
1: But that alcohol did her... that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> as, as long as her henna tattoos last. Uh, She doesn't have to do any housework.
1: Are you serious?
2: That's the uh, that is the legend behind it.
1: My my wife has been telling me that for fifty years. I I thought that was uh, you know lasted two weeks. So how does that work?
2: you yeah, you have to ask your wife. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Now, um, you know, we're talking about, and I mean, we're talking about the numbers with her a little bit, and um, she talked about the number 21, which I guess is the 21 Club. Um, But one of the people that um, she spoke, mentioned on her website, was Rene Alendi, and uh, he was French, and he came up with this whole thing about the number
1: 21. Um, Oh, we should have went into that a little bit more.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, too late. Too late now, sorry. <laughs> but I just thought that was really uh, interesting that he had this whole theory, I mean, you know, behind numerology. What was the theory on,
1: on, on that?
2: Well, uh, give me a second, because, you know, I had to Google it, too.
1: <laughs> oh, excuse me. So were, uh, While you're doing that, actually, Nate from the TojiNet chat room uh, gave you the number 422, so... I will give the reading. This is, once again, from uh, Angel Numbers by Doreen Virtue. It's a cool, cool little book. I love picking numbers out. Or sometimes, you know what, you ask for a sign, and you see a number or, or a license plate or a time on the clock, and you can look it up and, and kind of get it. That can be your sign. So, anyways, uh, this is for Nate. It says, this is 422. This is a strong message. Eh, I was just talking about messages from the angels asking you to trust, believe, and have faith that your prayers are being answered because they are. So in other words, if you have any doubt, uh, they are going to be answered. It just might take a little time, but it is being done. Hmm. Okay. So that's uh, 422, and that was for Nate. So, um, The interesting thing about that, did you find out more about the 21? I'm still reading. Okay. <laughs>
2: That. I did. You know, it's funny that you saw that in the Togina chat room because I did not. I don't see that message. Like I don't, Really. I I don't know. Um, the last comment I have is about animal ghosts.
1: Oh, that's uh, long. Maybe uh, you. He pre- says I, I thought animals done. had no soul, but
2: I'm not. Uh, yeah, I know.
1: That's my old Duncan McDougal thing. Uh, yeah, but we'll we'll go on. We'll go by that, anyways.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: Okay. The other exciting thing that's happening uh, very shortly is, of course, the launch of Ghost Chronicles, the magazine, uh, which will be coming out in September. And it has all the features of the Ghost Chronicles radio shows, plus much, much more. And the first issue is the Ghost of Gettysburg, and it features Max Nesbitt. So uh, I'm really excited about it. The cover is out on my Facebook page, which is uh, Ronald Kolick uh, on Facebook. Um, I accept anybody as a friend. Uh, but there you go.
3: Wow.
1: Oh, you know, it's funny. I've, I've been meaning to say this about Facebook, right? I mm-hmm. love these. You, you get these people, right? And I don't know what it is. It's some kind of, a, you have to have a badge on how many friends you have or something. I don't know. It's so ridiculous, but, uh, people will friend me because I'll take anybody, like I said, and, um, they'll friend me and then they'll want me to like their page. So, Either I like their page or don't like their page. Whatever happens, and then they just unfriend you. So they're just out there trolling for uh, likes on their page. And I said, "That's so bad." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. What do you win? What do you really win? I mean, you know, if you have likes on a page, mm-hmm. really? I mean, we've I had, had Ghost, right. We've had Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page right for. A couple years now, maybe. Three years,
3: maybe. Yeah. Is there three years? Okay, three years. Whatever.
1: I mean, we barely mention it, other than that you, if you want to uh, see something or something to do with the show, it's on there. We don't troll for friends for it. We we. I mean, I don't know how many friends we even have. I'll tell you the truth on it. But uh, whatever. I mean, that's the way it is.
2: Let's see how many friends do we have? Oh, we have three hundred nine, three hundred ninety-two folks. Come on, step up to the plate. <laughs> <We> ha. <have 400. laughs>
1: yeah that's correct exactly facebook facebook is you know it's a it's a really a weird thing i mean it's yeah.
2: i just but, but i do have to say like i mean and i love you all out there but yeah i, I don't always uh, approve friend requests because I kind you know my Facebook right. is kind of like my personal Facebook so yeah I mean
1: that's what I understand in fact I understand that you're trying to just make that just your, yeah. your personal Facebook which is yeah. true I mean I have a lot of uh, good friends around the public eye that do the same thing and that they have they started a page like the Ronald Kohler page and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they've got you know family on there and the kids and stuff and and uh, right. they've got other people they don't even know so right. they, they want to separate this a little bit, especially all the stuff that you hear about Facebook so yeah. they've set up different uh, different shows so I yep. mean that's okay yeah,
2: so you know if uh, for some reason I have unfriended anyone I do apologize but like Ghost Chronicles and that's kind of where you find me you know it's nothing personal <laughs> let's put it that way so uh, just trying to kind of keep it closer to home
1: right, right. So they it, it. yeah so it, it is I mean that's it's the way it should be really like I said you have a lot of times you post uh, pictures of you know kids and stuff like that and or your daughter or something and you know it's it's really something you, you really wouldn't want strangers to who you don't know to, to see or really think about. So, uh, yeah, I totally understand that. Totally.
2: Okay. Well, I'm glad you understand, Ron, because...
1: You're, you're unfriendly to me, I know.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't find me tomorrow, you'll know. Another
1: one gave me the ax, that's fine. <laughs> All right, so what do you got there, kids?
2: I don't know. I, I, I'm having trouble because um, he was French and... The Wiki Wikipedia about him is in French, but apparently he had a big theory about the number
1: twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry folks. I've totally I, let you down. If I kept uh, Katrina on the show a little bit longer, I then know, we would have really, found right? that out. Yeah. But if you had brought this yeah. up earlier, then I, maybe I would have.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry.
1: Oh, uh, that's that's all right. But so I mean, uh that's uh, it is what it is so look it up yourself so look right. up the number 21 and, and find out what it is and let, let us know either in the, the chat room or the uh um the facebook page which is ghost chronicles next generation not that we're trolling for friends but <laughs> <laughs> um
2: well let's do this 21 in numerology yeah. and and maybe that'll help me
1: uh Help me along. Well, I mean, you're you're a cemetery tripper, which means mm-hmm. you visit a lot of cemeteries. Have you run into twenty one any significance in in your investigations of cemeteries? I mean, in your I know I hate to say investigation, but I guess you are investigating whatever you do with your cemetery tripping.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. I can't say that I have. Right. Um. You know, had it stand out. Any more than any other numbers, um, I think names stand out more for me
1: uh-huh. than
2: numbers. Really? Um, yeah, it's there's, it's funny because you'll always see, especially with children, you'll always see little Willie.
1: Little I, I, Willie.
2: Little Willie.
1: So, uh, so I guess if if you uh, if you go and name your uh, your kid Willie, it's pretty much the kiss of death.
2: Uh, apparently so, because I see these stones everywhere. It's almost, no matter what cemetery I'm in, there will be a willy. And it's it's really, really odd that I just keep, it, it keeps coming up again and again and again and again and again. You know, and I'll, I'll take pictures of them, and I'm like, yeah, there's willy. <laughs> really? I'm looking for him at this point. But um, I don't know whether there was a certain point in time where... That was just, you know,
1: William was
2: a really popular name. Do you
1: think that was, it's like a message for you?
2: I don't know. I suppose it could be.
1: I mean, do you know somebody with a little Willie?
2: (laughs) 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 I didn't say anything. I just asked a a simple question. That's That's all I asked. Hey, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. That's
1: good. <laughs> In so many ways that's good.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a name um that
1: always that always comes up. So uh, it, uh, it's it's interesting. Um I I'm researching a, a book now which actually has something to do with cemeteries. And,
2: uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, just just zip it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's, there's this is this is cool story. Is uh in the in the uh, around 2000 in Kast Why do I always get these freaking names? Kastashev, oh, yeah. you whatever some can't freaking speak. country in Russia. A man uh, a man was uh, electrocuted and he was wrapped up in a cloth and placed in a shallow grave. Two days later, he dug his way out. Despite Ugh. having no clothes, managed to flag down a car. <laughs> when he got home, he found his relatives indulging in his funeral feast. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> uh, that must be interesting, don't you think? <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Hey, guys, having a good party here?
1: <laughs> yeah, my expense. <laughs> really? Guess what? Ain't dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Well, Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: I found the meaning, I don't know, what is the meaning of 21 in numerology?
1: Yes.
3: Uh,
2: according to a study of symbolism, Bible, general, and occurrence, the properties of 21 in numerology are creation beginning, destruction ending, renewal new beginning. I don't... Really understand what that means, but
1: that uh, I can I can read that for you.
2: Creation beginning. Yeah. It's like hyphenated creation hyphen beginning.
1: Yeah. Okay. Destruction ending. Renewal
2: okay. new beginning. So. Uh,
1: so it's sort of like uh, alpha or omega with the uh, throne in the middle.
2: <laughs> oh, and here it mentions R. Allen D. Uh, it says this number contains the ratios. Of the principle of individuality 1 with the cosmic differentiation, God, I'm sure you read this, differentiation (laughs) 20, according to R. Allende. These ratios would constitute an act of organization 2 plus 1 equals 3. Thus, the principle of individuality placed between the world of the spirit and that the matter. Realizes in itself the meeting meeting of both. So, this is something that she she talked just talked about this on her website, um, Katrina Rose, is right. that you know you she was placed between the world and the spirit world.
1: Okay. Kathy uh, Kathy Blue Seven in uh, the Pararex chat room says basically the life cycle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, And uh, Steve, our good friend Stephen Scott, uh, who can't get in a told chat room, so is now uh, in the Paradex chat room. Oh, uh, gee. Said 20, hey, snooze you lose. 21 is also the number of cards in the major Arcadia, uh, Arcadia. in the tarot, in the tarot. Uh, the foo starts, what? <laughs> the foo starts, but it, is card zero
2: fool the fool
1: probably well, maybe got the L <laughs> yeah uh, yeah fool but it's the card zero mm-hmm. okay so and it is part of the continued life cycle as well so okay. that's from our friend uh, Stephen Scott from Scotland so hopefully right. that uh, gives us a little bit of uh, uh, thing into insight into number 21. 21.
2: And in the Bible, it says, the 21 chapters of the Gospel of St. John, Mm -hmm. the 21 attributes of the wisdom, I'm not Mm -hmm. quite sure what that is, number of chapters of the Book of Judges in the Old Testament, Uh, during 21 days, the prince of the kingdom of Persia, protective angel of the enemy nations, resisted to the Michael archangel as well as to the angel of the prophet Daniel. And Jacob worked three times seven years to keep the herds of his uncle, Laban, to obtain two wives and two maidservants, who were used to him also as concubines, <laughs> as it was the habit to the period. What? How oh, nice! <laughs> okay, that's good to know. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of interesting things. If you, um, This is wikianswers.com. That, that brought me to this uh, this page. There's a lot, a lot of biblical references.
1: References. Well, 21. 21 is also 2 and 1, which is 3, which is the sacred number. It's right. the Trinity, Trinity and it has the whole thing, so...
2: Right, um, right,
1: right. I totally understand that as well. Um, That's pretty cool. You know, what's interesting is that... Um, do you know they used to make uh, jewelry from the uh, hair of the dead? Ew. <laughs> like,
2: well, they, uh, you, they used to put it in lockets, right?
1: Yeah, they put it in lockets. and They, they also, actually made uh, jewelry out of it? Yeah, and, and it's not uncommon. If you go to a lot of, um, like, old houses, I mean, I, I definitely go to uh, a bunch of the the uh, historic homes and stuff, and you will come across wreaths, uh, and they're basically made from the hair of the dead.
2: Ugh! God, that's horrible. What is? Uh, what do you mean? From the hair of the dead, a whole wreath. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, I could see if you wanted to keep it in a lock. It's so not like you made a
1: lampshade out of this skin. Well, you know, they I mean. might as well. <laughs> 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 what? Uh, a wreath, a whole wreath. Yeah, like they, a Christmas they're, actually, they're quite pretty. They, they usually keep them in a in a uh, like a glass box, and it, it has ribbon on it, and it's, it's, it's done up really uh, good. Uh,
2: oh, okay. All right. Hey, whatever floats your boat. Okay. Okay. Boy, you, you know, we're jumping around tonight. I think we have attention deficit
1: problems. No, we're talking about death, and we're <laughs> talking about graveyards, and, and that's kind of what we're into right now, and, uh, yeah. and you and I know why, but, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you must have come across some interesting epitaphs in, in your cemetery trip, and I mean here lies Johnny yeast pardon me for not rising uh,
2: <laughs> nice. Uh, nice
1: do you remember any, any 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 in your tripping that you oh, found profound oh,
2: well I I do take pictures of them all the time there, I mean there there is one that comes to mind um, that I have not seen personally but it it is basically about um, uh, the epitaph is about uh, the, the wife poisoned the husband, and
1: basically had it written out on his tombstone that she poisoned him. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do they do that? I mean, wouldn't they have figured that out? Uh,
2: well, the brother. The, the brother put up the stone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. He didn't reach out from beyond the grave. Um, I mean, yeah, I take
1: pictures of tons of epitaphs, but... Mm -hmm. Um, And for for people who don't know what we're talking about, Anna's a taphophile, uh, and she has a a, uh, Facebook page, which is really cool, and it's called what? uh, It's called Cemetery Tripping. Okay, and And, what's on this page?
2: um, I uh, just take pictures. I love uh, very old, especially colonial-era cemeteries, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'll take pictures of cemeteries wherever I can wherever i see them if i have time to stop and i can go in so i just really love the symbolism i'm i'm actually into the symbolism on the stone and the you know the carvings mm-hmm. more than i actually am you know what the stone says well, <laughs> and i have to I, I constantly have to remind myself to take a picture of the whole stone not just you know the carving on the top right uh, because it is important it's somebody's gravestone, and, and there are some really interesting things that you'll read uh, about right. on gravestones. And, you know, I went to an in- interesting lecture over the winter. Uh, my friends, the, uh, the gravestone girls, uh, hosted it out in Worcester, mm-hmm. and there was a woman who actually Funny, wrote a book. I whole didn't get book.
1: an invitation to go.
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Mm, yeah, so. It must yeah, have blown off the porch. Right, right. Uh, so that's why I'm cut off your Facebook page. I guess right. that right. Now.
2: You're you're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. But this woman and she she did a whole she does a lecture about it. I'm not sure if she has written a book yet. I think she's writing a book
1: mm-hmm. about
2: uh, stones that talked about people who died from lightning strikes. Oh, really? And it you was, write a whole book on that? It was super interesting. Because it it, it it's just so unusual. Um, you know, I love, uh, it, I'm, I'm weird and warped, but I love it when it says on the stone how they die. You know, like a beam yep. fell. Oh, on really? It.
1: Yeah, well, or well, struck by Well, you absolutely lightning. love this, then. Here yeah. I lie, and no wonder I'm dead, for the wheel of a wagon went over my head.
0: Ah! <laughs> That's not real.
2: It's real! Oh, Okay, and now there's the one about the guy in Worcester that I, I actually have. The stone is um, uh, on my cemetery tripping page. And it, he died because he casually fell from the yeah, bridge.
1: I like that one.
2: That one is really unusual. And I think I posted that on your Grave Intentions page. Oh, right. You mentioned Ron has this little page going, too, because he liked mine, so he had to have his own.
1: No, it's not because I liked yours, because it's absolutely, totally different than yours.
2: Yeah. Okay. Isn't it? Kind of. Oh, it's so cemetery. (laughs) So what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Whatever. And in fact, you're the one who started me into all this cemetery crap anyways. That's right. So you owe it all to me. (laughs) You're right. So there you go. Okay. But anyways, I know we're coming up to the end of the show, and uh, and we'll be going to uh, Spirit Quest, which is October fourth through the sixth at uh, the VZ Estate in Groveland, Mass. Uh, got a lot of, a great lineup uh, once again. Cal Cooper from the UK, uh, the parapsychologist who wrote telephone calls from the dead, and he's actually bringing some examples of the real telephone calls. So that's going to really? be really, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of psyched about that. And, uh, of course, uh, Steve Parsons, uh, who the Wall Street Journal says the gold standard in ghost hunting will be there. Uh, so uh, uh, Jane Doherty with her psychic belly and uh, crystal skulls. And uh, we're going to have uh, Jason Robitaille. We'll actually have a uh, the Ouija boards on display. He has one of the... Uh, the largest collections of Ouija boards so those will be Oh, on the they're display. awesome. I
2: love yep, and those. And we'll be doing really. a
1: live Ouija board session there as well so that'll be don't cool. forget yeah.
2: Kelly Spangler.
1: Kelly Spangler will be there as well. She did some
2: great, oh my God, she and Janie D did Jenny a great... D coming back as well. Yep, Jannie D. Hi girls. Um, did an awesome ritual Last year and they are
1: both witches uh, Jenny is from New York, and uh, Kelly is of course from Salem and she was on the Ghost adventures show so uh, you, you got to
2: catch them heard. come up to spare Quest. You, you've got it was was it raising the dead is that what it was I, I think that's what the it was a ceremony ritual i am not exactly sure the, the Spellcasting. Spell uh, yeah. it was awesome mm-hmm. awesome. I'd never seen anything it was it was really intense.
1: So there you go, and uh, I'm excited about that. But evidently, the pizza is here. Uh, we did oh, not hear that. I did not the hear the, We didn't hear the doorbell. The pizza Gosh, from the dead is, is here, though. Oh, okay. Uh, I got a visual of that. So
2: all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pepperoni. Yeah, I like yeah, that, yeah. So, okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, also uh, we'll be doing some other cool stuff uh, in September 27th. We uh, will be doing a. Uh, monster, ghost, and mystery cruise out of uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which will be fun. Because uh, ah, nice. Steve, in addition to being the ghost, standing and ghost haunting, is also an avid Nessie hunter. Oh. So so uh, that will be that will be tied in on that, which would be cool. So, it'll be and a the sea uh,
2: serpent, eh?
1: Yeah, hey, that's right. I'll be beating them. I'll be putting you out there, pictures <laughs> of you. Right <laughs>
0: okay.
1: oh, no, into the mask. Do, there you go. <laughs> and uh, the old man's will be doing a uh, Harry uh, Harry Price Ghost Hunt, uh, which will be awesome. I'm really psyched about that. Wow. Cool. So there's the music, which means we have to say goodbye to everyone. All and right. uh, we want to thank our Katrina Rose for stopping in the first half of the show. And I want to thank Ann for staying in the second half of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you're
1: so welcome. Until next week, uh, good night and God bless everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. From goalies to ghosties, long leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good lord. This is